Boom. All right. Welcome back. Welcome back to Old Let's Talk About It. My name is Edward Crawley Jr. And this is the King Crawley Network. Uh, before we go any further, I ask that you take a second, hit the subscribe button. I've been gone for the last couple of months. You know, life has been crazy, but it's been a good crazy. Things have been happening so fast. And I'm just thankful that the, the spot that I'm in now is not the spot that I was in last year. You know, it's not the spot that I'm going to be in, but I'm thankful that the spot that I'm in now is not the spot that I was in last year. So I've been off a little bit. I haven't been bringing you content because I've been, you know, for those that know me and for those that don't, I'll let you know as a profession, <coughs> I'm a trucker, got my CDLs and all that good stuff. You know, been running the road for uh, about five and a half years at this point. And, uh, as any trucker knows that's been in the industry, you're going to have some ups and you're going to have some downs. I'm just thankful that at this point, I've survived some of the downs that come with the industry. And I'm back to a, to a good spot. Keeps me on the road a lot, but I ain't broke. Can't be mad at that. Uh, so as I asked, hit that subscribe button. And as things, you know, even out, my plan is to get back to bringing you content on a regular basis. And what I realize is, you know, because, you know, anybody that gets on a microphone, some people are scared to get on a mic. I, I'm not. But at the same time, there are some thoughts that come into your head. You know, I don't do my content like everybody else does it. So sometimes you wonder, like, oh, man, are they going to check this out? Because it's not like this or it's not like this or it's not like that. But then the other side of me says, well, that's the beauty of it. You, you weren't created to be a carbon copy of anything. You're the only one with those fingerprints, with this, this beautiful hair on your head. You're the only one with that. So that's the blessing in itself. So whatever you present, that's the blessing because you're the only one that can do that. And that's for anybody else. You know, you might feel like you the oddball out or that whatever you bring to the table is so different that Maybe it's not right. That's what it is. Sometimes it's so different that you think your idea, well, maybe I'm not right. Well, what if the person that, you know, gave us electricity thought that they weren't right? You know, the person that created the stove to cook food, however that came about, what if they thought they wasn't right? The person that created the wheel, there were no wheels at all. What if they thought they weren't right? We be out here Flintstoning it, baby. So, you know, just, just believe in yourself, trust yourself, and just realize that as you see me present my content, some of the same apprehensions you have, I have, I just choose to say, shut up. I tell them, shut up, I'm gonna do it anyway. You know, regardless, because I know, once you know your why to doing it, it makes it a little bit easier to do it. Not saying it makes it easy to do it, but once you know why you're doing it, I know why I present the content that I do. And that makes it a little easier to do it. Even though it may be different, I know my why. So also with that, shout out to Dr. Eric Thomas. You know, what is your why? You know, so, you know, I said, you know a lot. I need to learn to stop doing that. Y'all learn it with me as I go along. So I want to transition. Uh, 
I want to talk to you about seasons. I think I, I think I need my glasses for this. I think I need my glasses. I need my shades for this. Let me go on and uh, freshen the room up. Let me go on and freshen the room up for this. There are seasons. I, I feel a little pastorish right now. There are seasons that come about. You know, we're getting into the the later parts of the summer at this point, so it's about to, the weather's about to cool off some. And we're about to go into seasons. We're about to go into the holiday seasons. You know, school has started for a lot, so that signifies the changing of the seasons. After Labor Day, you know, it, it signifies the changing of some time, of some seasons. You got Thanksgiving coming, Christmas coming. But before all of that goodness, that food that you're going to cook, those gifts that you're going to get, there's a greater season that comes before all of those seasons. Ah, Bashata, I feel my help coming on. And it is called above all the other seasons. Above all, ah, I was told, send me a sign. Ah, and what was the sign? It was Virgo. We must give a moment of silence. It is Virgo season. Ah, Bosha. Ooh, I feel that all deep down in my stomach. Ooh, B. Ah, I called up Zion. Uh, <clears throat> let me get my preacher voice. I called up Zion. Uh, and, and and some seem to put a certain stigma on, on, on Virgos. Uh, but I want to call up a few references, a few witnesses of the Virgos. Uh, so I called up Zion. And I, I said, uh, can you can you send me three or four names of some, some magnificent Virgos that have done a great work within this earth uh, and they sent me back the list with a word uh, and it said uh, so celebration uh, dave chappelle uh, he's a virgo uh, oh i know y'all felt that one right there i am a boy damon cat williams uh, he's a virgo pump 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 it up uh, new joe button is a Virgo Joe Button. He's a Virgo. What? 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 You know it's hard out here for a pimp when you're trying to get the money for the rent, for the gas. I forgot the rest of it, but Taraji P. Henson, she's a Virgo. Taraji, I don't know if she's married or single, but all my single ladies, all my single ladies, all my single ladies, all my single ladies, Beyonce. Jay-Z's wife, or rather that, Jay-Z is Beyonce's husband. She's a Virgo. He scored 81 on the same team that, that Will scored 100 on. He scored 60-some in his last game, and Jay-Z was at the game, too. And I be mad that when y'all be talking about the greatest, y'all don't be naming him at least number two. Seriously, R.I.P.
Kobe Bryant. But he was a Virgo out of the bullshit. Everybody, stand to your feet. Whether you're in your bed, you might be laying down right now. If you're in your car, stop your car and stand on top of it. This is needed right now. I got a word for you. My mother's going on to glory or wherever they go, wherever we go. She's going there. She loved us so much. And, and her parents didn't know. They didn't know. But she was she was born the day before Virgo season started. She was born the day before Virgo season started. So down in her belly, as I started moving down in her belly, down in her belly, she had one child, my sister, who is also a Virgo. My oldest and only sister is a Virgo. So she had a Virgo. The Lord blessed her. God blessed her. The universe blessed her. The energy blessed her with a Virgo. But here's the here's the kicker. Dr. Mang told her, you ain't supposed to have no more kids. She said, use a lie. My daddy is Scorpio. So that means they some freaks. So he made sure that what was her next child? That was me. Virgo. Ah. You're on your feet. I you're on your feet. Ushers, help them. Help them. I know they're falling out right now. They don't understand how this in your life you need a Virgo. You won't find anybody more committed to want to see your greatness. Someone is gonna tell you the truth. And, to, and they appeal to your your sensuality and your your beauty. They they touch you in places that your skin don't reach. And you, well, I got caught up for a minute. You eat a Virgo in your life out of the bullshit day. On your feet. Wow. Okay. So I wasn't going to address it right. Um, but I just want to bring some of my thoughts to it. I'm sure many have seen and some may not have seen, but, you know, a few videos have surfaced over the last few weeks. Um, pastor Kimberrell, a couple of other pastors, male pastors that have been in some... Uh, <laughs> Shady situations. But as crazy as those events were, you know, I want to look at the other side of it, you know, because I've seen, you know, I'm sure it's all kind of videos that were created about that. And many that I saw myself only put the responsibility on the pastors, on what they said. But I want to, I want to kind of look at it from a, a different perspective. You know, what they did is, is not new. You know, uh, if you've watched any of my previous videos, I've talked about, you know, my upbringing, you know, son of a Kojic pastor, pretty much on my father's whole side, at least starting out, you know, out of a family, 11, 12, you know, grandmother, grandfather, Kojic, started out Kojic, started out in church. My father was and still is a pastor at this moment. Church of God in Christ. 
So because of the internet, we're seeing some of these things now, but I've seen mad wild stuff said and done in church over the course of years, just unfortunately or fortunately, we didn't have video cameras in the internet to show the whole world. You know, I've seen activity that, that didn't quite sit well with me and I knew wasn't Bible-based or spiritual-based. It was just a person with a spiritual title or label giving their personal opinion or doing something in a manner that had nothing to do with the position that they held. You know, for instance, you know, at a church, I won't be too specific, but at a church I, I went to from the organization that I belonged to, when the certain when the actual pastor, which was the bishop of the church, got up to speak, the regular mic had to come down and they put up a gold mic for him to speak on. And when he was done speaking, nobody could speak until they removed the gold mic and put the regular mic back up there. And I never saw scripture or anything that verified that that was a part of that. Like, are the words you saying so special into a device created by man that no other man or woman can speak into the device just to say words? They're not touching it. They're just speaking into it. What part of the game is that? So I've seen all kind of things. You know, it's, it's mad stories I could tell, but that's that's not what I'm here to do. It's not even a so much an anti-religion episode this time. No, I'm not a Christian. I don't particularly follow any religion. So me speaking about this is, even though I don't follow religion, this isn't even an attack on the religion. It's just questioning what allows people to sit in front of people that speak to them that way. No matter what their title is, what about you allows you to sit in front of that and say, that's okay. And then when the world points out that, hey, they're wrong for that, you defend them. You, you go Stockholm Syndrome on them. You become friends with your abductor. Like that, that really makes no sense. So, you know, what I plan to do is uh, insert certain videos, let them be watched, then I come back and just give my, my opinion on it. So first I'm going to insert right here, Pastor Kim Morrell. If you haven't seen it, check it out. Well, how long have you been broke? How many times have you changed your name on your light bill? <laughs> <laughs> How many of your bills in your little cousin's name? <laughs> Do you live in a trailer home or a house? You know, you understand. And it's not about status or material things. It's just about choices. You know, life is different now. And, you know, we are at church. Thank God we're here. Those of us who are walking by faith without a mask and no vaccine. And so we, we honor the Lord. God is good. I respect all of the men of God here and respect you. Can y'all clap so I don't feel strange right about now? Hopefully we'll get a chance to meet each other. 
when y'all invite me to come to your church. I'm not as expensive as I seem. Um, and so, I don't know, maybe you got a little left over from your PPP loan. <laughs> Prayer, praise, and power. You understand. Amen. Isn't the Lord great? Amen. But you ever had someone that did everything but cuss you out and you would rather they just cussed you out because without cussing you out, they disrespected you more. I'd rather you tell me to kiss your ass than to pretty much degrade my well-being. Talk about how broke I am, how busted I am. You know, you've chosen sides about the vaccine and then you made that a pep rally for whatever side you took. Whether you took it or didn't take it, that shouldn't have been your opportunity to make it a pep rally about whether you should or shouldn't wear a mask or whether you did or didn't get the vaccine. That was not spiritual at all. But on the flip side, because this wasn't the first time that Pastor Kimberrell has done this. And I'm not just saying that you don't take my word for it. Go right on YouTube. You can click it in, click it to click. Uh, Pastor Kimberrell ran or whatever. It'll pull up from at least just a couple of years ago, maybe... 2017-ish maybe well she was doing that again pretty much just and this, this particular one she was degrading the women talking crazy to the women but my thing is above that what allows you to ever remain up under someone that can stand in front of you and degrade you to that manner and then you defend it. Or you feel like, well, maybe it was a word from God. You convince yourself that because they call themselves a woman of God or a woman or man of God, that what they say clearly has to, in some way, because his ways are not my ways, his thoughts are not my thoughts, you choose not to think and realize that if you were on your job, at your house, at the grocery store, at the movie theater, at the food stamp line, at the welfare line, whatever line you was in, if somebody talked to you that way, you might put your Christianity down for a minute. Give them some hands. Can I get an amen? Or at least give them some harsh words back. On average, most people, some won't, they'll let it go. Cool. Ain't no problem either. That's how you handle yourself. But most placed in that situation, if someone, anyone besides a person in that place of authority was to talk to you that way, you'll be ready to lay hands on them. And I ain't talking about praying for them either. They would be calling Jesus, but they wouldn't be getting healed right there. You understand what I'm saying? So, so my question is to the people. If you defend that, what makes you defend that? What makes it okay for you? If you went to college, your professors couldn't really just talk crazy to you just out of the blue. Then if you went to the military, you know, whatever, that's what it is. But just on your job, like, you, hey, come on.
you see what I got here. So that was that situation. So now I want to move on to the next video. You know. Just check it out. And y'all know I asked for one last year. Here it is the whole way in August. I still ain't got it. Y'all ain't saying nothing. Let me kick down the door and talk to my cheap sons and daughters. I don't want to hear no more excuses about what y'all can't afford. You can't afford it because you don't see the value here. Y'all hear from y'all pastor and father. I'm over y'all. I'm over your cheap expressions. See, that's how I know you're still poor, broke, busted, and disgusted because of how you've been honoring me. I'm not worth your McDonald's money. I'm not worth your Red Lobster money. I ain't worth your St. John knit. Y'all can't afford it, no how. All the latest fashions, everything. You know, I do, I do what I do. I'd be 43 at the end of this month. I, I don't think I've seen a Movado since I was like in, in like the eighth grade. You know how long ago that was? That was back in the 1900s. I haven't seen a Movado watch since the 1900s. Don't that sound crazy? The 1900s. I was born in the 1900s. That's how I'm going to start off the autobiography. I like, I was born in the 1900s. Like, like for real though. Like, dude. You need the whole church to put together to buy you something that you can buy at Sam's Club? Nigga, I will cash app you the money for that. But, like I said, I'm calling out them for that. But for the people amening it. That's where I get confused. Because like I said, I've, I grew up in church. You see all kind of things, especially being a preacher's kid. You get to see some behind the scenes stuff sometimes that every day, regular church people don't see sometimes. That's just a fact. Any preacher kid can tell you that. Sometimes, especially from the organization, you get to you know be privy to whether on purpose or whether you're ear hustling, conversations and things that the average church member may not know about, you know. But anyway, and if you went back the next Sunday, what were you expecting? Even though he gave his lame, they, you know, Kim gave her apology. He's he gave his apology. What, what were you expecting? And in any other profession, once they make certain mistakes, you know, you, you can be what banned from the bar or whatever, or you could. Lose your doctor's license and all kind of things. But there's so many people that can just become a pastor. 
that no matter what they do wrong, there's nobody that they answer to. And this doesn't apply to all pastors. There's nobody that they answer to. Cool. But who makes you go back? If I know my doctor ain't really doctoring like they supposed to, I'm not going back to that doctor. If I know my lawyer getting in the courtroom wilding out saying wow stuff, I'm like, I'm going to get a million years messing with you. Get another lawyer. Anyone that falls at, that, uh, at a certain level in their profession, there are certain consequences that come with that. Yet we, we, we allow ourselves just because these titles have been lifted up so high. We go back. We make excuses for it. There are leaders in our community. There are. On different levels. But, but there's so much dissemination and so many distractions that those that are doing the work often get overshadowed by the charlatans. And because there are so many charlatans, it makes it hard for the good work to permeate all the foolishness. You know, we want to unify, yet we subject ourselves to people that do that. We want to elevate, yet mentally we won't elevate. We won't engage with our own intellect and say, I'm better than that. And I deserve to follow someone better than that. I deserve that. I deserve better leadership. I'm a good follower. Why am I going to be a good follower for a bad leader? That, maybe that's in the book somewhere. But I plan to do good work for, for someone that does good service. They serve the people. I don't mind doing that work. Okay, the final video now, I'll give my synopsis when I get back. Or somebody else die, what you about to go through. Yo, yo, all right, 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 all right, right, yo, all right, all right.
seen a video or movie or uh, nothing of a nigga that that cool when you came in with the whammy whammies. He was just sitting there like, I know they call him armor birds, but he was taking that a little too serious, dog. You ain't really had no armor, brother. He was just sitting there chilling like, oh, my bad. I forgot he told us the robbery. Alleged robbery. The reason I say that because it just didn't look right. I'll just leave it like that. It just doesn't look right. But either way, here's where this comes in. Check the pedigree of the people you're following. You, I'm not, this not about, I'm not bashing them. Like I say, this is about the follower, the, about the people that choose to follow this, to feed into this mentality to mentality to allow other grown people that carry titles to tell them how to live their life and never question any of it. Never use their own intelligence to question any of it. Leaning not to your own understanding, you gotta have a pause at some point. You gotta be able to say, fam, fam, this, this ain't right, son. This ain't right, B. I can't keep doing it like this. Check the pedigree. Regardless to what field a person is in, you, you always hear about whatever school they went to. Like when Barack, you hear about what he did law, what college he went to. Uh, whether it's an actor or a great actress or whatever, they, you know, you hear stories about they might've been on Broadway. You, you, you know the path that they took that verifies where they've gotten to, that they didn't just Boom, pop into that spot. You know, doctors. You need to know, you know, path that they take. You know. So, okay, so what, what brings this about? I, I, I believe some of it comes from lack of belief in oneself. You don't believe enough in, in yourself and your own divine nature that you need someone else that has that title that is a little more knowledgeable about that particular area to guide you even though they say stuff as messed up as that you need a, a shepherd as if you're an animal you need to be led lack of knowledge you know so often people sit down in, in, in front of people and because of their status they simply assume that the words coming out of their mouth are right and are good just because it feels good. But just because it feels good don't mean it is good. You know, people are blessed with and able to use intonation and, and different things to affect the mood of the crowd. You know, somebody that's really well at that is Pastor, you know, Bishop T.D. Jakes. If you listen to him preach, he knows when to go up with it. Then he knows when to come down it's almost like an, an orchestra, what he does with his voice. That's part of how he affects the people. But on the flip side, 
if you're not aware of that, you're being affected and don't even realize it. And I'm not talking bad about him, respect to, you know, Bishop Jakes. I'm just talking about skilled preachers or skilled people know how to use their voice and go up and down and come down with it and make it soft when they need to to get your attention, get your listening closer and start taking it up loud and make it loud and make a big presentation and then end it in almost like an orgasm. You almost get that, then they bring you back down. Then they keep going back up, then they bring you back down. Almost bust that nut, then they bring you back down. Then they, they run you in. For instance, uh, somebody could come to you sad, man. Man, I got crabs. You'd be like, oh, man, you got crabs on you? Same phrase, somebody's coming to you, man, I got crabs. You gonna think they went to Baltimore? His thoughts are not my thoughts. My thoughts are not his thoughts. So maybe he, he got some crabs. That's pretty much a bad example, but you kind of get what I'm saying if you think about it. But seriously, that's another thing too. A lot of people are afraid to think. As I hold conversations with people, thankfully I do come across some that they allow their mind to go there. But sometimes in asking questions to people, I realize a lot of people will give an answer before they even realize they didn't think about it. I remember I asked a young lady a question about, about something. And before she even thought about how or the possibilities or could this even be possible, she said no. And I said, how do you know the answer is no? And she began to give all the reasons why she couldn't that may not have even applied to the possibilities or to what the answer really could have been to the question I asked. So sometimes we, we limit ourselves in our thinking and we get to a point where we limit our thinking and we just accept somebody else's thinking. They must be right because I've stopped where I'm at. I, I don't allow my mind to go there so I'm gonna just accept what they say is right because I don't allow my own mind to go there. And because what they say sounds good and feels kind of good, it must be right. But this is how I am because I analyze things and somebody can come to me that has just become familiar with a, a, a certain area of, of idea or whatever. And they tell me, okay, I came, I saw this information and this is what they said about this. And I'd be like, oh yeah, I said, I'm a good idea can sound good, but if there are other possibilities that might be better and make more sense. So you have to weigh them and see which one makes more sense to the progression of your life. You know, whichever one you choose, but sometimes you you can't just go with it just because it sounds good in the moment. That's the beauty of the mind. We can process information and learn and gain, gain knowledge and question things and, and challenge things and decide what to accept. Eat the fish, throw away the bone. You know what I'm saying? And, and one more thing on that, on, on the... The, you know, the church situation. If they're God, the God that they serve told them that, then I wouldn't want to serve that God. Simple as that. If any 
everybody I'm following does that. I, I, I won't serve them. They don't have my best interest in mind. They're there to be served. The servant is there to be served. But see, they mismatch what their, 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 their title is and got caught up in that. And in the process of, of process of that, you got caught up in that. Some of y'all believe in y'all pastor more than y'all believe in yourself. I'm going to say it again. Some of you believe in your pastors more than you believe in yourself. Let me give it to you like that. You know what I'm saying? It, it's okay to trust your thoughts. It's okay that you challenge some of the things you've been told. One, one last example. You know, and I won't be specific, but I was with my brother and sister the other day at my brother had a question about something, you know, as it pertained to one of his kids, and he was up in the air about it, you know, and I simply said, and I'm sure he was thinking it too, I said, is what you believe about that at this point, what you believe, or is it based on what you were taught growing up? And then make your decision based on that. You know, he made a quick thought, you know, and he made his decision. You know, and he pretty much made his decision. He didn't make a decision within the confines of just what he had been told was right and wrong. He thought about it for himself and weighed the options for himself as the world looks now and said, well, I was taught this about that, but I'm still going to go this way with it. And he's a pastor. So as I said, I'm not here to necessarily bash pastors. I just spoke about he's a pastor it comes down to the quality of the person you choose to lead but it also comes to your belief in yourself and what you believe you deserve just as an adult as a person you should accept anyone just talking to you any kind of way that's supposed to be leading you you're not a child I know that you're called a child of God your pastor ain't God Y'all ain't funny. But check it out. I'm going to get ready to get out of here. But I'm going to be back soon. But I just had to come, you know, present this. I like to get the people to think. And this may not be for everybody. If it ain't for you, go on about your business. There's thousands of other videos on YouTube. I'll probably go watch some after I edit my video. I won't be mad at you. But you just think about it and just realize just because you don't smoke it, doesn't mean it isn't dope. Y'all make sure y'all hit that subscribe button. I'm going to be back to y'all soon. I will holler at y'all. Peace.